It's the clearest of nights when the stars shine underneath the glow of the moon. That you realize that feeling inside of you exists. That there's more to life than the way you have been living it. If only a flicker of light that reminds you of the truth that burns inside of you. We all exist and come from the same seven stars that make up the me, the we, and, and the, the us. us. We are the road to remind you of this and hold your hand as you walk home. So I'm gonna move the energy forward on all of this. So what has now happened, um, you know, since we've last talked to all of you, I put out two podcasts. Um, one was about a gold planet and a pink planet joining together. And then the other one, I don't remember what it was about right at this moment. So obviously... Oh, that one, no, hold on. No, 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 That one was, it was the blue planet and the pink planet. And then the gold and the blue came together. No. They went, the gold and the blue couldn't have come together. So it, Becca has it wrong. So I'm going to go from what the download is here. Because, okay. because it was pink and blue. And then the blue switched to gold. Okay, and then the pink and the gold merge together. And so what happened with that information is the pink is the program and the gold is the character. Okay, and blue is quote unquote the light. So since that has been put out, when that was put out, it was shortly after like Lionsgate, somewhere in the first week of August. That means that your program and your character are now merged. Okay. And I want people to really understand that. So for the last year, okay, from literally August, I don't know, they're saying 20th, tell this podcast that I put out with the planets, we had what we call a grace period. Consequences were not as fast, okay? We also had what we'll call a tunnel. I think they called it a, we called it a vagina that was being held open. That was time outside of time for you to basically work on your program externally and then flip into internal before it actually happened in density. A lot of people fuck the dog. I'm going to be quite honest. A lot of people fuck the dog because they did not realize that this was not playtime, this was serious. And then there was a lot of people that actually fucking ran through that tunnel and was like, I don't even know what the fuck's going on, but I'm trusting myself, I'm moving forward, I'm doing this. And that space is really good for people now because they, they use the time outside of time. Now, right away, all the victim narrations, I can hear it, oh, poor me, I fucking didn't do it, oh my god, I'm fucked, I'm this, I'm all that, no, you're exactly where you need to be, you were a part of a bigger picture that needed to take place, and I really, really need everybody to hear this from me, is nobody else will ever have to go through what you just walked because you said yes, so even if you stopped your own personal journey and your own personal work right now, the rest of the world gets to move forward because you said yes. So all that wah and all that victim and all that cling to a fucking purpose, to all this bullshit, to whatever fucking was, no longer is. And if you could just accept that you played a part in a bigger picture, that would be good enough for you. That would be good enough for you because humanity now gets to experience a whole new world. They get to experience what freedom inside of themselves actually means because you took on a wee character and reversed and played out a role that needed to happen alongside doing your own personal work. Yeah. If you're still clinging to that wee character, you're making your life so fucking hard. You really truly are. Last August, a lot of people hit the roof of their human life. They hit the top of 4D. They really got to feel themselves at that fucking heightened level. Oh, I have a sense of purpose. I have a label. I have something. You know, I, I've worked for something. And is that not the world as a whole? You can be completely fucked in the inside. You can be fucking kicking your dog and beating your child, but you're fucking working on someone's body and that's okay. 
because nobody's holding that integrity and nobody's holding that accountability and responsibility but us and, and, and various other people. But yes, we are embodying that. So notice where you were last year and last summer, how you felt fucking unreal, how you were stabilized externally, wherever you were, or in your life as a whole throughout your journey. Because when you get to that point, you then don't have to flip the finger on the me in the inside. You just get to sit fucking comfortable on the outside until it collapses again because it will always collapse again. So now the vagina it fucking closed. The gold planet and the pink planet merged. So what that means is you can't run from your program and you can't run from your character. They are now one of the same. They are literally bound, stuck together, and it's, 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 it's hard to almost distinguish the two, okay? And that's as simple as I can make it for people is it's just, it's one big fucking robot well yes because if you don't mind if i share um so i can share from like what i've seen in people okay if you aren't sustaining in the fear doubt hesitancy if you avoid that that is an opening or an opportunity for your program to onset Okay, whatever your program is, doesn't matter. There's an opportunity for it to onset. If it onsets, then you basically walk through the door of your program, and then the characteristics inside of your program run off of victim, abuser, rescuer, and then it bleeds out into all the other character aspects. Yes, correct. And you literally put on the old language of like a costume, and you become a character to literally cope to literally, you know, old word of like mask it up, to show yourself yeah. out in the world for whatever it is that you're avoiding. And I don't know if Skylar can break this down any simpler. He, he's telling me no. So that, that's, that's really what happened, you know, in August, okay? August was absolutely fucking mind-blowing for the work that I went through um, to help us get here and to be a better mentor and to, and, to, and to help people recognize it. So where we are now is I had a whole experience um, that the girls and Skylar really helped me through to really be able to mentor on how to show you guys for the first time ever we can be conscious of the character while we're in the character. Okay, and this is all leading up to this September's energy. So for the first time in August, we were able to simultaneously be in the character and be in our light and, and recognize that the character existed. That has never happened before. So basically the light met the technology. So if you have been listening to this podcast for years, you've seen that you know AI has been brought up so many times, the fucking program has been brought up so many times, you know, years and years ago, long before, different language perhaps, but long before we got here. And this is the moment, this is the truth. The light met the the light and the technology has now met. We for the first time are aware, are aware of its existence. So now as we move and we transverse into September and into the rest of this year, what is happening is, you know, I just heard some amazing imagery. There's like a door, we'll call it. To me, it looks like a hula hoop. We're going to use the hula hoop imagery. Starts to open here at the end of September. Humanity has a choice to go through this hula hoop. And then once you go through this hula hoop, you are in the truth. Whatever's true for you, you start living in the new world, okay? Six billion people get to go through this hula hoop. We've already been prepping and walking this and pre-waving this in so many ways. How do you walk through this hula hoop? Is you have to let go of every aspect of this character. Because the character is an external pull. The character is an external want. The The character is an external need. When you let go of every aspect of your character, you also let go of the program chokehold and you're able to move through the hula hoop. Because on the other side of the hula hoop is the truth of where we are and that is a life out of program, a life out of the character internally. 
So somebody had said to me last night, like, Coco, you still ping me. And I said, why do I ping you? And we got into the nitty gritty of it. And one of the reasons was she's like, well, you have internal peace. And I was like, okay, fair enough. I I definitely have a lot of peace. I'm not going to lie about that. But how I have that is this is the imagery now for everybody. And I've been mentoring on it already is there's a hallway. And when you walk through this hallway, you'll notice that you're mostly always looking at a fucking dead past. You're always looking back. And then a lot of people are always looking into the someday future. And nobody's ever looking on the walls to the left or to the right. And nobody's ever really looking up. They're always looking back and looking forward. And they're never fucking present to where they are. Then you look on a wall finally to your left, which I can help you do. And you see these picture frames with all the characters of you that still exist. So what happens is I'm then able to help you move forward with that. And then you, you are able to walk through this picture frame and land on this green grass. The green grass is the start of the life through the hula hoop. Because when you're standing on the green grass, you don't know who the fuck you are. It's really fucking uncomfortable. The grass might only be the fucking size of your two feet. And you're like, how do I dress? How do I live? What is my life? I don't fucking know. But you're okay with it because you have a strong contrast of what the hallway of characters and what that life felt like. And you will not do a single fucking thing and make a single fucking choice to embody that character. And then eventually it dies and you live in this new world. So there's a lot of people that are starting this work and or not starting this work, um, guiding people out in the world. They're just using different languages from different floors. So we've already been helping people build and move through this hula hoop that is now coming into density. So this hula hoop is coming in at this in the sometime in the end of September here, and it is a physical choice. It's not a dimensional realm. It's not anything that you have to do spiritually outside of density. You have to walk through this door in density. And for me and Skylar, that happened when we came to Corfu. And that makes it really emotional, but it's true. We gave up everything, everything, and then had to walk the last six months to unwind the remainder of whatever existed to land last Friday and literally give up a house. Mm-hmm. And so now we're here to hold your hand and show everybody else how to walk through this hula hoop. And now what I want to talk about to build on some other things is shit's, shit's already getting weird. Um, it's going to get weirder, but we are able to help you. A lot of, um, they're showing it to me as rain buckets you know, pails like at the beach are filling up with, you know, sand and water and, and, and all these things. All of those rain buckets are merging into one. And as they do, you are going to feel um, discombobulated, I guess is the word. So the work hasn't mat- uh, the work hasn't mattered as the work matters more than it ever has. Yes. And, and I just, I want to share two yes. words that yeah. are coming to me, if you don't mind, just to like simplify some things is through all of this, I feel like you need to, everybody needs to ask themselves a question is, are you chasing or are you sustaining? Yes. Because if you're chasing, then you are searching for something outside of yourself versus if you're sustaining, then you're working on the internal and sustaining what is inside of you to then have it merge throughout everything that you do. Well, if you're sustaining and you're able to move up through the the hula hoop. So, you know, me and Skylar briefly touched on this before the podcast and then I've gotten more information when I went to have a shower. So maybe he can add to it. But I'm going to I'm going to use Alexia as an example because she's always my favorite guinea pig. And, you know, Alexia flipped. um Alexia flipped in May, okay? So Alexia flipped her external in May to start stabilizing. And now, you know, through her mentoring and stuff, she's now working on stabilizing her internal, okay? So if we use Alexia as an example, Alexia went up to the hula hoop and touched it in May. Maybe she even popped through. She maybe could have stayed there for a minute, three minutes, two weeks, whatever the case may be, and then she might have popped back down 
so that she could see and gain some more awareness to clear more things out for her so that when she actually goes through that hula hoop and never comes back down, she's through. And so if you look at someone like her, if I use her as my guinea pig, she's okay with going up and down, up and down, because she knows that she has more and more things to clear. And if I can just use the imagery, Becca, that we got on my body before we came in with the garbage dump, it applies to this. Yep. Yeah. So, so if you can go ahead and share it, because I feel like it's really great. Yes. So if you Do you have anything, so Skylar? I just don't want to interrupt your thought for me. No, no, I, I've, I've, got, I've got something percolating on here. I'm just kind of letting okay, everyone kind of yeah, go, go out with their thing here. Okay. Um, so we have uh, two, two different imageries here for you. Yes. So the first one is a garbage dump, okay? So there's a garbage dump, there's crumpled up paper, there's old diapers with shit in them, like just everything that you could possibly imagine that exists in a garbage dump is here, okay? The garbage dump is everything external, okay? It's an old job, it's old fucking uh, characteristics of you, it's like family. Everything, everything Everything external that's ever existed, everything external that's ever existed in the version of you that's alive right now. Yes, exactly. Okay. And then on the other side of that, we have a, uh, uh, I want to say like a bowl of nerd candies. Yes. Okay. You have a bowl of nerd candies and you have begun to, I want to say, eat the nerds. Okay. And then you're seeing what the nerds do inside of you. You're taking that, you know, maybe it makes your stomach feel a little bit interesting or maybe it gives you the shits or like whatever the case may be. Maybe it gives you a headache. You see that one singular nerd inside of you to be like, okay, so I have this nerd. It made me shit my pants. Why? Because of something inside of me. Yes. Okay. But then what happens is if you don't have that internal awareness, you would look at that nerd and walk yourself back to the garbage dump and be like, oh, well, it's because my dad called me. Yes. It's because, um, uh, it's because of my car. Oh, it's because of where I live. Oh, it's because I had a burger for lunch. When in actuality, the nerd is showing you inside of you. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Exactly. So what's happening is with that imagery that Becca just shared is a lot of us in our work have already dealt with our garbage has already dealt with it. I, I've had, I'll use me as an example. I've had a narration all day today that I can't get shreddies and Rice Krispies. So, you know, I might as well leave. And I'm like, okay, I went, I went through this in March. Like this isn't real to my reality right now. Okay. So if I literally own that piece of garbage and be like, I've already moved through this, then I'm able to see the one nerd that's existing for example, for me personally is my voice is gone right now. I have a deep cough. I fell like there's a whole bunch of stuff going on with my body. I'm literally transforming and I have to relax. I have to surrender. I have to let it happen. But otherwise these, these garbage things start consuming me. So what's happening is people become victim to their fucking garbage over and over and over again. Why is this garbage here again? Why do I have this? Something's wrong. I'm going to fixate on this. I'm going to be V to it versus me. I'm having a narration that I've had before. I'm not victim to it. I'm able to recognize it. I'm able to see it. And now I'm able to to feel the nerd. (coughs) Yes. There doesn't have to be this huge thing to everything. Yes, and what's happening right now is people, when they revisit their garbage, they want their garbage to change into something else. Yes, exactly. Skylar? They don't have to do the work of the nerd. Exactly. Skylar, let's break this down. Well, that is the merging of the two characters. Mm -hmm. You're going to see your garbage again. Yes. It's going to come back up to show you that the two characters are kind of merged together and you don't have to be pinged by it and you don't have to be... Um, stuck with it because it's garbage you've already thrown it out but now we're just showing you that the characters have merged but the imagery that I really wanted to walk walk through this with is when I was sitting here listening to this what came up when Coco had mentioned 
that when you go through the hula hoop, you appear on a piece of grass. Yes. And I think you had mentioned that you were undressed on this piece of, piece of grass, yeah, right? Yeah, you definitely could be undressed. Most people are. They don't know who they are. Which is yes. perfect because what does being undressed really symbolize? Freedom. Well, vulnerability it, for most. Vulnerability. Fear. Fear. Vulnerability. Most people don't want to be that naked. Yes. That, um, that open to everything. Mm-hmm. Which is super, super great because how we get through the hula hoop and how do we stay there is by being that vulnerable. But let's just take this back again here. And this is the imagery that came with me. So you're going to have to follow along. Yes. We'll go on the scenic route with we're you. Going Buckle to, up, everybody. We're going on the scenic route because it's yeah. all going to tie together. <laughs> In the Bible, yes. Adam and Eve were naked. And they lived with the energy of everything in peace and tranquility, right? And it wasn't until they gained knowledge and stuff like that that they were able to realize that they were naked, that they needed a story, they needed a protection to stop them because before it didn't matter, they were able to be vulnerable, to weep openly and express love and all of those things. That creation energy is what we're stepping into when you move through the hula hoop. Wow, but in order, but in order to do that, you have to be vulnerable. So you're going to go off. Yeah. If you go through the hula hoop and you stand on the grass, you're going to be naked. You're going to be yeah. you're going to be scared. It's going to be new. You're going to go back down, maybe back through the hula hoop, because you're just not quite ready yet to uh, fully embody to that, sustain that. Yeah, that that vulnerability. But it takes practice. Mm-hmm. Which is really what it is, is it takes practice. And internal dialogue and being okay with it. Seeing your garbage for what it is, being open about your garbage for what it is, and not being affected by it. And also not creating more garbage. And sorry? I said, and not trying to hide it. Yeah. Yeah. And not creating more garbage allows you to be vulnerable, Mm -hmm. allows you to rise up and go through the hula hoop and be naked and unafraid on the other side. I absolutely love that because is that not what internal peace is? And, you know, we, we, me and Skylar have so many great conversations every single day of our life here. And, you know, we had one the other day where he was going on about boxes and all this stuff. Um, and it, and it was amazing to listen. And the guy said to him, well, we need, boxes are easy to identify people. They're, they're easy to place things. And, you know, when me and Skylar talk about this, and if we use the green grass and the hula hoop and the new and everything that we're going through, um, you still get to experience the things that exist within boxes, okay? So you still get to experience all the things that exist within the boxes of living, but you no longer experience them while standing within the walls. Through the restriction of the box. Through the restriction of the box. And that only comes when you experience this journey that is about to take place here in density. And I'm just going to build on it a little bit more with with the information that came from somebody outside of me and to add it onto our information. And then we're going to read the the energy report. And what is happening to really help people understand is we are going through a re um, cycle within a cycle of 2017 to now. And I'm hearing more of 2019 to now. Um, So we're gonna go with my information, which is saying 2019 to now. So you are going to experience, you know, a lot of different, um, no, the same things, but different uh, the way they're presented themselves that have happened since 2019 to now to basically see how you respond, how you are, as you move towards the hula hoop. Well, your, your character and, exactly. and your program are, are merged as one now. Exactly. So you're getting another opportunity exactly. to delve deeper into who you are. And you're getting another great opportunity to increase the intensity of your light. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You get another opportunity here to trust, mm-hmm. to be vulnerable, well, to what, be what open. Sorry, say that again. What is repeating itself and why? Or what experience circles and why? Exactly. Because you're being given a gift right now, as Skylar said, because now it's merged to be able to do it differently, to not make the same decisions or make the same decisions and then learn and have the awareness of it. Because in order to get through the hula hoop and get on that grass and live on that grass, 
you have to be able to let go of all of these things that keep repeating themselves to you. Because if they still exist, you will not be able to walk through that hula hoop. You just, you literally cannot bamboozle and lie to yourself. You, you, you cannot get through there. You, you, you cannot. So that is now beginning. Okay. And you have to be okay with that. Along with that is it's like, come, you know, um, they're telling me December 2nd, you literally are either, um, working towards moving through the hula hoop or you're just literally, um, living out what I would call a lateral spin life. You're just living in that, um, you're living in that, you know, very character orientated life. Okay. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. Again, all these voices that I can hear is like, oh my God, I'm the one dropping down. I'm the one living this. No, you, 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 if you do that and you're experiencing that, even while you're being mentored, even while you're doing the work, it's because you need to, you need to. So that there's just going to be a heavy, heavy intensity pushing each person all the way until December to really push them to see life outside of their character and life on the grass or loop back and redo a lot of things over again. But if you loop back, it doesn't mean that it takes the same amount of fucking linear time. You could literally all of a sudden go back up to the hula hoop in a matter of three seconds. Yes, Becca. If you decide, not if you decide, if you see yourself looping back, if you all of a sudden see yourself that you are looped back, choose to do something different. Yeah. It's that simple. Because the loop back is offering you the opportunity to deal with your garbage in a different way. Wouldn't you say, Skylar? I would say if it's coming up again and... People are always so afraid of feeling like they fail. They feel like they're being a bad student. I always tell them the best students ever fail. They even fail. They love to learn. Yeah. Pass or fail. Who gives a fuck? They love to learn. You're giving me another opportunity to gain more knowledge about this experience. Fantastic. Yes, I'm not excited about going through it, but I'm excited about being able to delve deeper into who I am and understanding that and letting a lot of these stories go. That's what I'm excited about. Mm -hmm. Do I want to fucking feel like I need want to talk to my ex again? Fuck no. But I'm excited about understanding why I want to talk to them at a deeper level. Yes, because the character will always tell you that there's a destination. And I mean, today I looked over at Skylar and he's ironing shirts for fucking like four hours. And I was making a risotto and I'm like, this is what everybody dreams of to live on an island in the middle of the Mediterranean. And they think it's this big fucking destination and this external thing. And literally today we did absolutely nothing but that. That was our day. Why? Because we have inner peace inside of ourselves because we don't need something outside of us to, to entertain us. It wouldn't matter where we were, where we lived anymore. That is living on the green grass. I was going to say, I was entertained as fuck ironing. I'd never ironed before. Yes. Today was my first day. I was excited to do it. But then I'm also aware that at, at some point in time, ironing will get old and it will be a chore. But right now, in this moment, I am really able to enjoy it and delve into it and feel it and just Becca's be happy like, about it doing it. Is going to be a chore? Maybe, maybe not, but I'm aware no, it could I'm become... Because I'm like, okay, okay, great, decide that it's already a chore. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just saying it could be. I'm simply saying sometime down the road, it could turn into a chore and my enthusiasm for it could wane. And I'm okay with that. But right now, in this moment, I am enjoying it and I'm not living in the future. Exactly. Great. So now we're going to move into the September as I kind of just talked about the overarching energy and, you know, Beck and Skylar will hopefully be able to break some of this down for you guys. We are standing on a fair ride with swings and it's shaped like a star with every point of the star having a set of swings and you're sitting on those swings now, or you're in the mechanical room of the fair ride trying to find a door. Gathering information to open the door, reading the instruction manual, and you will find yourself in a battle with yourself, 
in this mechanical room as you're clinging and searching for anything that will open the door. You can imagine yourself exhausted, frustrated, and constantly making it hard on yourself as you cannot figure it out. Constantly comparing to everyone beside you who's at the door and fighting with yourself and upset by anyone on the swing. Anyone on the swing from this view is showing you the truth of you, but notice the extreme awareness of one thing. What are you focused on this month? That's the magic of this month. You will see what is holding you back from opening the door as whatever you're focused on will show you how it's either constantly outside of you or you finally start to see that everyone who is on the swing simply said, wait, what am I doing? This isn't me. I'm still playing in Barbie world. What happens when I don't? For you cannot deny, even though you will this month, that there is the Barbie life and the swing life. They aren't better. They aren't worse. But you will see clearly which one you're in and the awareness will always for the choice to move through the door or being victim to it. The awareness will create the experience to choose it. And it's not hard. Why? Because it's simply you turning the fingers on yourself saying, why am I stuck? Why am I in victim? Why, 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 why? And when you do, and you remove everything outside of you, you experience an upward pull from the star above you. And you begin to really feel and see the freedom called conversations with yourself. The only person who can open this door is you. But for many, they are an addict to the character that has kept them here. They are addicted to not knowing, not being able to logically figure it out, and they are addicted to all their stuff. Because when they don't have to stop to question why, as you stand here at the door, you can hear those on the swing yell, we are not in Kansas anymore. Which means there isn't a race or a destination anymore. You have arrived already. All along, it was this door. Take that in. But you saw the door as a destination. You saw it and felt it to be exactly how you needed to. So you would get yourself here. And realize you actually stop chasing the key and find and the door opens. And every single dream, passion, and life you desire as yourself exists. But notice how chances are you don't even know what this is for you. Because you're so obsessed with the door, you forgot you hold the key to the life that you came here to live. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here right now. Now, for those on the swing, they're moving through the door within themselves. It feels transformational. It feels freeing and fabulous inside yourself as you begin to spin on every point of the star. The air, the ease, the consciousness of you that begins to live from this different place. You begin to shift immensely. You begin to question and converse with yourself from every seat of the star swing. And you really begin to understand what this was all for. Not from a logical standpoint, but from a gratitude and love for the journey and the world standpoint. You want to help. You want to stand beside one another. You bask in their joy and your own. And you really start to see that wherever you go and whatever you do. You alter a room just by being you and owning yourself, not chasing something outside of you. And by the time you hit the 22nd, you really see clearly the door and the version of you that's either walk through or still focused on digging through the garbage you have compiled in front of it, trying to get you to open it. Wow. Forgot about all this. <laughs> I'm like the hula hoop wow. now, the hula hoop and the garbage yeah, that we just pulled. I didn't even remember that the garbage at the door. <clears throat> wow. So Skylar's first time hearing it. Let's hear it. You know what this reminds me of? No. The carnival. Ooh. Where, ev- where everyone was standing in line. Wow, the carnival and we were, episode. And we were waiting to get on, on the ride. Now oh, we're, yeah. Now we're on the ride. Wow. That was right? an energy report. I don't know when. But yeah. I can't remember when it was either, but that's really what it was reminding me. And I just like to ask this question for people just because I think it's interesting. And obviously, I'm never going to hear the answer. When Coco mentioned that the five-pointed star was a swing... How did you view the swing? <laughs> was it flat? So the star was pointing towards the ceiling and spinning that way. Or was it vertical and it was spinning like clockwise or counterclockwise? Okay, how'd you see it? 
I saw it vertical, and I'm like, well, that's that's weird because like that. Yeah, so spinning, so spinning clockwise or spinning counterclockwise. But I'm just wait, like, how would the how would the swings be on it? That doesn't make any sense. So then I flipped it sideways so it was horizontal, so then it would spin in a circle. Yeah, that's how I saw it. And then it dawned on me, you know what? Like, it would just. It could spin that way. It would be just more like a, a little bit of a different ride. And then it was like, you know what? I wonder, because I was having this thought in my head. Then I wonder, what if it was actually on an angle and you went up high on one side and then back down low and then up high on one side and went back down low. So I'm just curious what you thought of when you were thinking of the star. Just because it's just an interesting, you know, how you... How the imagery presents to you. How you perceive yeah. things and are you holding yourself back with your imagery? Because look... I went vertical, and then I went flat, then I went three quarters. I was like, I wonder what direction it's spinning. I wonder, you know, all this doesn't necessarily matter in the big scheme of things, but it just shows you how flexible you are with the imagery you're receiving and yeah. how you perceive it and how you receive it. Yeah, I love that. So Becca, what's your take? What's your guys' take on this whole report? Um, well, the biggest thing that always stands out to me is when the energy reports go out and then say i have obviously my sessions are in person and people come in person and they sit down right away and they're like oh my god the energy report like i'm for sure in the mechanical room and they already have this big thing decided for themselves of where they are and it made me really like look inside of myself to be like okay how do i experience the energy reports okay i feel and my favorite word lately has been compartmentalizing so being able to do multiple things at once so within the energy reports is i can see how i would be in the mechanical room but yeah. i can also see how i am on the swings yes. i can see all the moving parts around me i know where i am inside of myself but i don't stop myself from seeing what the whole picture has to show me yeah i love that and i'm I, and i'm not stuck on the swing and i'm not stuck in the mechanical room it just is because I allow myself to be fluid for whatever I'm meant to see, great, that's gonna help me move forward. It's not this big detrimental thing or a deciding factor of like, fuck, I'm in the mechanical room or fuck, I'm on the swings. Yeah. Well, well, what's interesting about that is, and I actually like that because I, I, really, I really like that imagery because what's great about it is either you, you think you're in the mechanical room and that's where you're just stuck at. You're stuck just working on the swings. Right, you're victim to that. Yeah, I'm always working on the damn things. I never get to ride them. Yeah, and then what's the flip side of that? I'm always riding the fucking <laughs> swings, but I. But if they break down, I'm just stuck. Someone else. Yes. Has to come and fix it. Yes. But and truth is, what you have to be able to fix it, and you get able to ride it love at the same time. It. It's yes. not one or the other. It's both. Yes, love that. That's your same imagery that you gave a couple of podcasts ago where you said, you know, when I bring up, you know, oh, we're just on a different floor, everybody takes it so, you know, judgmentally where it's like, oh yeah, Becca and Coco are on a different floor. It's like, no, Becca and Coco are on a different floor standing next to you in a different building. Yes. Well, if you look at it, let's look at it literally like an apartment complex. Okay. The Brooklyn, let's use the Brooklyn just for imagery sake and clone here. There's different floors, but every single floor has the exact same amenities. Yeah. So within, quote unquote, mine and Coco's floor, we have a sink, we have a toilet, we have a dishwasher. You on your floor, you also have a sink, you also have a dishwasher, and you also have all the things. But how are you choosing to maintain what is on your floor to continue to move up? Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Skylar, Skylar. Skylar, what do you got to say about that? <laughs> I'm laughing because that's the exact opposite of the imagery that Coco was trying to portray. Because we're on different floors in different buildings. Yes. We're on different buildings. Yes. No, I know. But for conversation's sake. Yes, but in those, in those buildings, we have the same amenities. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Exactly. I was just making sure because I was laughing over here being like, no, we're actually trying to tell people that they're in their own building no. of their own creation, but we all have the same amenities. Yes. No one's get, no one's yeah. got like, oh, my building doesn't have plumbing. No, we all have plumbing. We all have sinks. Mm -hmm. And here's but the thing. 
to be the plumber or are you waiting for a plumber to come and fucking fix it for you? Exactly. And here's the thing about the whole September energy is it's like also if you look at it, how Skylar kind of said, you know, we'll use it vertic- um, clockwise, okay? The swing is going clockwise. So if the swing is going qu- clockwise, the mechanical room obviously has a pipe, okay? Because it has to go up to the middle of the star to get the, the rotation. thing, the rotation to run. Now, if we use that same imagery that I've been using for years, where it's like the only way out of this whole fucking game, this whole fucking matrix is through. So in order to get your star swing to run, you literally have to fucking... Exactly. You have to walk from the bottom all the way up through the piping to get into the seats. And it's when you realize that, that it's like, I, Coco, for example, walk the piping every fucking day of my life. Yeah, maybe I live on the swings majority of my life. Maybe I don't even live on the swings anymore. Who fucking cares? But at the end of the day, as you can hear my voice cracking and stuff, I go through shit. So I have to walk through it. You can also walk into a mechanical room and know exactly where there's a missing screw and go there and fucking put the screw in. Yes, and how I develop that, how I develop that was by constantly going to the mechanical room and being victim to the fucking mechanical room until I literally was like, wait, there's got to be something inside of me. And there has to be a reason why this fucking screw keeps popping out. And it was never outside of me. It was always inside of me when I was like, okay, I'm being X, Y, and Z. I see this. And then making the choices. That's September. And that's literally just being vulnerable, realizing that you've got a pail full of screws that you've been just storing away because you don't know where they go or you've been telling yourself you don't know where they go. Like that panel over there, it's supposed to have four screws, but like two two is good. Even though I've got a whole bucket of bolts and screws sitting beside me, you could go and you could start fixing these things. Mm -hmm. Quick fixing. Yeah, but you have to be vulnerable to this. And to, to kind of move this all full circle about September is you really have the opportunity to find the ease inside of yourself if you stop holding on to the past. That is September. And you look at it like a book, okay? And I saw this on TikTok um, about a dog and it says a dog, a pet is only a page in our book, but we are their whole entire book. And I love that so much. And that like really resonated for me because if you look at the journey as a whole, it's like everything that once was just was a page in the book to get you. And now you're about to literally write and become your whole entire book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you're constantly looking at the pages that once were, you have to stop and say to yourself, why, why, why am I doing it? As soon as you see it, you have to question yourself. You have to get mentoring on it. You have to get support on it. And one of the big things I want to say is our work is so advanced. It is so ahead of the quote unquote times and it can help you change your life. But you have to mix the action, the mentoring, the self-awareness with the energy. And that is something that I haven't really talked about in a long time because it's never been more important than it is now. You cannot just come to mentoring and expect for the fucking nerds and the, the nerds, which is the energy to present itself and move. You don't have to go and feel things anymore in a way that you have to sit in it. We are able through imagery to help your body process the nerds, process the garbage faster than ever before. With nerds, energy does that. With garbage, your action does that. So when you combine the two, you move through this hula hoop so much faster than you've ever, ever been at any time. We've never, ever been here consciously. So again, I'm just going to repeat that. If you mix the energy with the action, you're good. You're absolutely good. If you're just going to talk about it and sit in the pain and sit in all the things, 
It's a more challenging route now. It doesn't need to be this way. We are light beings having a human experience. We treat the light. We know how to treat the light. We know how to treat the program. We know how to help you run. Why? Because we just walked it for four years. We literally just walked it. What's coming to me is you can be having the experience of the nerds while the garbage is trying to come in to yes. fuck with you, you can you can do the work to take that garbage and to reverse it and have it be a nerd experience. But you cannot sit in the garbage and pull a nerd in and have a nerd experience from the garbage. <laughs> Skylar, break that one down. Skylar, break that one down. <laughs> well, essentially... <clears throat> If you're having a garbage experience, you're having a negative experience, if you're having an experience you've been through before, you can take that experience and use it to learn, to grow. Mm-hmm. To remove that, it. And that's the nerd coming in. Yeah. Right? But if you're just going to take that experience and just rehab that same experience the exact same way you had before, you're sitting in the garbage, you're sitting in the trash, and no energy is being done with it at all. Yeah, and I'm just going to briefly touch that so people understand. Is Becca in June when she had her whole um, hair, curly hair, nuance situation going on. That initially was garbage, okay? That was a density garbage thing that had developed as garbage, okay? And then I had sent her to Chelsea. And Chelsea does, does um, care... She does uh, movie set nuances. So you went to Chelsea. Your character got out it. Mm-hmm. Your garbage got out it. You were pissed off. You didn't really want to see it the whole month month of June. You were really fucking like negative to it. Okay. She was yep. in the mechanical room being like, fuck all you bitches. Like, must be nice to be in the fucking star and fucking just bitch, 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 bitch. So you went to Chelsea, I think, once or twice. And by the second time you went to Chelsea, which then you would start it to be like, I'm sick of this fucking bullshit. I'm sick of all this. I'm making my hair dirty, curly. I'm, I'm facing it. I'm doing it. Then you went to Chelsea and you were really angry or really fucked up coming out of that last session. And then you went to Skylar for one half hour and it never happened again. Yes, because I had a moment where it clicked. I was like, okay, so what's actually happening is... Chelsea is pulling me out from the bottom of the sea, which Mm is why I'm fucking pissed off because I got pulled out of my stories and pulled out of my movie sets and I actually had to do something to sustain myself outside of that. (laughs) Yes, exactly. God forbid. (laughs) God forbid. And so you can't just say, go to somebody like Chelsea, lay down, take her imagery and do all that and then do nothing about it. It doesn't work that way anymore. It doesn't work. 4D will stabilize your body and, and create a control so that you have the illusion that you're good, but, but you will stay there forever because you have to go internal in order to get through this hula hoop, which September is very much showing you this energy of this, this, this hula hoop. Is it not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so well, it goes back to we, we, as a being, have to sustain the session. The session, the session is no longer sustaining us. Yes, our life as a whole, as a conscious being, you have to sustain. You can't dip and dippity do outside of it. And I heard this line, and it's kind of like you know, I I grew up with it as as I grew up Catholic, where it was like, oh, you're you're Christmas Catholic, you're a Easter Catholic, whatever. It's the same with consciousness you're a fucking weekend consciousness warrior so you you get you get that hit you know Skylar talks about you know an old friend that he used to have would read the book take the course and then he's all of a sudden has this motivation and this new sense of yeah I got it I whatever then three days later a week later a month later it's gone because he's not sustaining it outside of the book the course the session well it's it's a part part-time light you're a part-time yeah. light part-time light well, the story that I'm always just I always just go back to is the one you talked about where um, the person I'd talked to, the pain healer. Yeah, let's talk about that. That I think we talked about it briefly, but I just love it because what is she doing? She's temporarily removing the pain. You're not really dealing with it; it's still sitting there. Where um, the person who was working with us said, "I felt it. I had dealt with it." 
Yeah, I so don't the, have to the, go back. Just the quick context because we had recorded a podcast and never put it out. Oh, so was that a podcast yeah. we never talked about? Exactly. <laughs> so somebody had um, met somebody in their building who said that I remove trauma from your body so that you don't have to experience it anymore. And she looked at her and said, oh, well, that's interesting. I removed it from my, I, I did it myself. And she was so rocked and, and, you know, obviously pinged and the whole thing. And we got into the conversation about it. And she's like, yeah, she's like, I felt every morsel of that quote unquote trauma, you know, through my sessions, through my work to never have to go back to it after she felt it for the first three times. It, 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 it never fucking came back because she paired the action with the energy and now what almost three years later this person's trauma in that regards is completely gone it has not reappeared while she watched a show and got triggered or you know all of a sudden she had a breakup again and 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 that you know full circle you actually can heal yourself but that is a combination of the two i coco do not heal you i know popular belief thinks that i fucking have all these magic powers no, I just assist you. You are the one who goes out and does this. You can listen to any podcast at any time. And I've always stood by that. Well, essentially, the imagery that comes with that is you're in. Okay, just wait. You as a person are in your mechanical room, mm-hmm. FaceTiming Coco about the problem. Yes. You're the one turning the screws, finding the nuts and bolts, mm-hmm. finding the hoses, and going out and getting the replacements for them. Mm-hmm. Coco's just on the phone. Mm-hmm. Even if you're with her in person, mm-hmm. right? She's just on the phone helping you fix you. Mm-hmm. So you can't stay up in the swings and fix yourself. You have to go down to the mechanical room and you can never get up. You can spend all this time pretending to fix yourself. <laughs> then you never go back up and actually get into the swings. Mm-hmm. You can be the, those constant business people like, oh, yeah, the part's on order. It's going to be here in a couple of weeks. Oh, I ordered the wrong part. Oh, silly me. Now I have to order a new part. Meanwhile, your swings are just sitting there doing nothing because you're literally monkeying around, ordering the wrong thing, or not even looking at the, the place where the problem actually is because you maybe don't want to get dirty and into the nitty gritty. Well, what you're doing is you're waiting for, you're waiting for me to do it for you. And here's the thing that I will finalize. You're just on the phone. Yeah. I'll finalize this whole podcast for, I may be the hula hoop. I may even be the fucking door, but I cannot let you in. Well, that's been our motto since the beginning. We will sit with you, but we will not drag you. You've got to make the choice on your own.